It just kept getting more complicated and with crew politics, I was being told different things from different people. I think if the money was as good as it used to be, it would have been worth putting up with the smart asses and getting through it. Hello and welcome to the Beers with a Minor podcast, episode number 26. This is a shorter audio blog. I am Mad Mumsy and for years now I've been asked the same questions. How does a little thing like you drive those big trucks? Oh, you must be rich. How do I get a job doing that? Not everyone is cut out to be a miner, but why not? What is it really like and what does it take to thrive and survive in this industry? I'd like to discuss with you this week why five clean skins that I know chose to leave mining after finally getting their dream job. Now let's dig in. Get it? Dig? Mining? <laughs> oh, it cracked me up. Does it crack you up too? <laughs> okay, let's dig in. Mining is not for everyone. It fascinates me how some people struggle and others just love it and do it forever. I've had a bit of both along the way, as you would have heard in previous episodes. This is what inspires me to continue digging into our mining life and culture. How can we help each other out? There are a lot of mines hiring newbies here in Queensland as I write this in November 2016. It inspires me to do this episode and share some of the struggles I've heard from people of various ages and genders who have not cut it. So what went wrong for them? Let's look into newbie number one. These are all anonymous because there's no need for naming and shaming. It's just not shaming them, but perhaps the mine where they were working and they didn't feel supported or it just shows that we go in, We can go into anything in life, but especially in mining, with blinkers on. And I'm about getting the blinkers off, telling you what it can be like and what it is like for some people. So here's newbie number one. It was the first night he was to drive by himself and he had a serious accident. It wasn't his fault. He was just the wrong truck at the wrong time. If he was the next truck in line, this would not have happened to him but it would have happened to someone else. He was injured but healed quickly and returned to work. He struggled and was scared to drive. The company did all the right things. They tried to get him back. They put him on the simulator first and then with a trainer. Take your time, mate. But he decided it just wasn't for him. He went back to managing the business he had sold to go work in the mines. <laughs> he now says he has a great story to tell the grandkids about when he drove the big mining trucks. So he left because he had a, a serious accident and just lost his nerve and couldn't get his nerve back. And to be honest, I think if I'd have gone through what he did, I don't know that I could have gone back either. So it's another reason to stay safe out there because... <laughs> you just might scare yourself a little too much. Let's dig into newbie number two. Smart asses, politics, infighting on crew, being passed out on my own too early, made to feel like I was an idiot, felt sick to the stomach and dreaded going to work. So in the end, I chose to leave. Quote, I was loving driving in the mines, but felt there was a lot of smart asses, and you felt uneasy about talking on the radio and asking questions. 
you should feel confident to ask and not made to feel like you're an idiot, even as an apprentice. I even had the trainer ride up with me and she was getting pissed off with their shit stirring. I was probably tough on myself to be the best, but I started feeling sick in the stomach and that's not a good thing. It was all the little things that happened. I should have had a better trainer. They pushed me out too early on my own, according to others, and I agree. The supervisor called me in for a meeting about my concerns and said I shouldn't have been treated that way. It just kept getting more complicated and with crew politics I was being told different things from different people. I think if the money was as good as it used to be, it would have been worth putting up with the smart asses and getting through it. But I was on a reduced rate as a newbie in the $30 an hour level. It was good money, but not that great to put up with not being happy. No one has to put up with that and having to get up and go to work and feeling sick to the stomach is not a nice feeling. I've been through that myself as well, so I'll discuss all of this a bit more at the end. But for now, let's head into newbie number three's story. I guess I wanted to make some money and try something different, but I couldn't stay awake on night shift. I could have stuck it out if I tried, but I didn't bother. There was lots of negativity there. My trainer was happy one minute but had no patience and would get cranky the next when I couldn't do something right and just sucked about his job all the time, putting other people down and bitching to everyone. It's harder than I thought. We had those smart cap things as well. And one night I had to stop and see the supervisor three times because it said I was too tired. I was staying an hour away from a brand new relationship as well and I didn't want to ruin it. I'd just get out of there before I made a mistake and killed someone. I just saw myself getting too bored and sleepy. So that that's a big struggle, isn't it? And those smart caps, I know some minds I've heard of have thought about bringing them in. And some of the crew members think that it's like Big Brother spying on you in in the cab. I'm not quite sure, not quite up on them. I'll leave a note to them in the show notes. I'll find a um, a link. Sorry, I'll find I'll find them online. Uh, the show notes for this episode can be found at madmumsy.com forward slash beers twenty six. The number two six. So this young lady left because she couldn't stay awake and people were a bit cranky. Let's see what newbie number four, what happened there. Finally, that dream job. Big money and home much more often. He was an interstate truck driver on the highway away for weeks at a time, working long hours and struggling to make ends meet. Quote, I left in the end because I could not stand being told when to do everything. Out on the open road, we could pull up when we wanted to, kick the tyres, tighten up ropes, have a feed, go to the loo, have a kip. Not out there in the mines. I couldn't cope with the control they had over us, telling us when to have our crib, sometimes being forgotten. I had to speak up once and then I got in trouble because I'd gone over my five hours before I was allowed to have my lunch, my crib. They should have known that and I was pissed off. This was the beginning of the seed being planted to get the hell out of there. I started to notice every little thing I was being told to do. 
It was such a big deal about getting that last load of the day. People would park up on the dump waiting for the time you were allowed to park up, but then no one would be down getting loaded and you knew the next day shit was going to go down at the pre-start meeting. It was always the same people parking up early and the same people who tried to do the right thing. I went back for a load at the end one day and was paid out by the crew in the light vehicle. Why did you go back? Now we won't get in till late. You should know this by now. It was the last load I ever did in a mine. I pulled the pin that night. I'm back driving semis now and I love it. I don't go interstate anymore so I'm home more often and I get to pull up whenever the hell I want to. I worked with that fella quite a few years ago now and his story has always has always stuck with me and I never thought about it like that. So yeah, that's a big thing. We are controlled quite a lot out there and maybe some people don't realise just how much the control is. It does vary from mine site to mine site and things change all the time. New computer systems, new new pressures for production and things like that. So it's something to be aware of. Okay, here's our final newbie, newbie number five. What went wrong here? I had decided to do my traineeship as a truck driver for something different and not a lot of other opportunities in a small mining town. I wasn't expecting it to be so hard being a woman and driving a truck. I know since then a lot more women are out there, but with only a few I found it hard, especially being young. You need to have a tough personality on the mine site, but I struggle because I am so shy. Overall, the shift work and being in such a man-orientated environment broke me. I know I take things quite personal while men will just joke around and not worry, but I knew that wasn't what I wanted to do forever. I am glad, however, that I did try it, as it made me understand what my husband goes through working shift work and such long hours. So, again, that's... That was an emotional reason by the sound of it. It was a bit tough out there and being a woman on um, in a male-dominated industry, it can get tough at times. It is getting a lot better than it used to be back then when this young lady started, I know that for sure. But it comes down to personality types, whether you're a man or a woman, a lot of it. So how can we help them out? There are a lot of newbies being hired at the moment in 2016 here I guess they might be being seen as cheap labour hire Uh, it's a lot of work to put someone through all of the induction processes get them trained up and will they stay you know will you stay but go into it with your eyes open now for a word from our sponsor welcome Julie Hartman and the Bantax Accounting Group to Team Mad Mumsy Julia is my awesome accountant. She has written two books with financial expert Noel Whitaker and has a passion to help us miners make the most out of our hard-earned cash. Head to bantax.com.au forward slash miners. That's B-A-N-T-A-C-S to download your free miners booklet and a spreadsheet that will help you calculate the weight of your tools you need for your job. Why, you ask? You might be able to hitchhike a ride with them and claim your trips to work. Sounds confusing? Not at all. Just head over to bantax.com.au and let Julia and the team help you out. 
You will also find loads of free information and advice on property investing if you plan to really do some great things with your money. Again, that's bantax.com.au forward slash miners and tell them Mad Mumsy sent me. I have been asked by a few people for an update on Karen from episode two and three. I'll add the links in the show notes, which are at madmumsy.com forward slash beers 26. If you have only recently joined the Biz with a Minor podcast, Karen and myself went on a journey and I recorded her um, when she was looking for a job. She was a cleaner at the camp where I was working and she was looking to get into the mines and she got an interview and passed the interview, got a start date, drove a truck and we had cheers and beers along the way and a few interviews, some at camp, some uh, here at my little house and uh, a few people have asked how, how she's going. Well, she didn't last. She worked for three months and chose to leave after trying so hard to get in six years it took her to get that dream job. This is a something she sent through to me recently. I decided to follow my passion instead and return to Melbourne. One of my sons was having marital issues, so it was time to leave. Things are falling into place, but slowly. I can't wait to have my kitchen built and teach people to cook basic meals and sell my cakes at the market. I'm glad I followed my dream, though. I'm sure, like me, you wish her nothing but the best and appreciate Karen allowing us to follow her journey from cleaner to dump truck operator in the mines. I'd also like to congratulate Karen on the birth of her brand new baby granddaughter just a couple of days ago. New beginnings all around, my friend. Cheers. So as a mine worker, we will have newbies come and go on our cruise over the course of our career. To start off with, you will be the newbie. But if you choose to stay and thrive and survive and love your job, or perhaps have to stay for the money, you'll find that there's quite a few and you may even end up a trainer yourself, or perhaps you're already a trainer. You'll find that some will be young and impressionable, cocky even. They haven't ventured into the real world much yet, so let's try and show them by example. Pull them aside if needed for a bit of a chat. Don't give up on them. I know they can get bloody annoying, but in the long run you are helping them to become a great worker and a better person. Some will be older, wiser, perhaps much older than you are. I have found that people who are older are more keen to learn, to get it right, and they just want to fit in. So help them out when you can. Of course, there are the odd old arseholes as well, (laughs) but they're usually old-time miners already, not the newbie kind. Please take some of these ideas on board and help them out. Don't you be one of the smart asses that makes it a struggle for them. We're all green once. Some got it straight away and others, like me, had to work damn hard to figure it out. Ask how they're going. Make them feel welcome and included in their new crew family. If they ask a question on the two-way and no one has answered them, how about you point them in the right direction, without sarcasm and belittling them? At least they asked, which is what we're all encouraged to do, right? Whatever happened to no such thing as a dumb question? Perhaps you are a trainer and you're about to get an influx of newbies yourself. 
please have a little think about some of the struggles outlined in this episode. Don't kick them out of the truck on their own too early if you don't think they're ready or they don't think they are ready. I know that time pressures from supervisors, uh, you know, is she right to go on her own yet? Is a huge part of training. But in the long run, you're doing everyone a favour by helping them to become the best they can be and staying in the industry, not quitting after a few weeks or months because they are struggling. Thanks so much for listening. As I said, this is a shorter episode and it was just you and me and I hope you got something out of it. All the links we discussed in this episode are at madmumsy.com forward slash beers26. And Mumsy is with a Z or a Z, depending where you're from. That's M-A-D-M-U-M-Z-I-E. I'd love you to please leave a rating and review on iTunes so more people can hear about the Beers with a Minor podcast. You're not an iTunes fan? That's okay. Just search for Beers with a Minor in your favourite podcast app and you'll never miss an episode. And of course, please share with your mates. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate you. Until next week, stay safe, be real, be special and have fun. For we only live once. Cheers. Oh, and hit me up on Twitter at Mad Mumsy. I love Twitter. Cheers. <laughs>